0: Hello, this is Father Bryce Evans, a priest of the Archdiocese of St. Paul and into Minneapolis with the Deep Down Things podcast, offering a brief reflection on the conversation with Paul Treshaw on transhumanism and Christian personalism. In listening to that conversation, I was especially struck by the question of perfection that arose in connection with the pseudo ash character who, in his ideal and flawless replication of the real ash now deceased, left an artificial and impersonal impression. It was finally unlovable, and hence deeply unsatisfying. This new, symbiotic ash was too good, his hands were too smooth, his emotional reactions were too tailored to Martha's pleasure to allow for anything resembling a personal relationship with a real other. His would-be perfection, therefore, turned out to be empty and meaningless, leaving Martha in a state of desperation. What this dynamic within the story seems to acknowledge is the experiential truth that often it is the very imperfections of the persons in our lives, those foibles or weaknesses or bad habits which are initially so irritating to us, that we eventually come to love about them, and which strangely we miss most when they are gone. Somehow these flaws go into the essential makeup of what makes them persons, capable of giving and receiving love. And this is something that mere technology can never replicate. Now surely, everyone who has loved another person over a significant period of time knows something of this experience. And yet when we turn to think about it, it's paradoxical. How can imperfections be loved, exactly? It would seem a contradiction. Do we not rather love things that are good for us, or at least which appear to be good for us? Values that we admire, excellences to which we aspire, benefits tailored to our needs? How then, can we love the lack of these things, imperfections? If we turn to St. Thomas Aquinas on this matter, we find that his verdict, from a metaphysical perspective, corresponds to these intuitions. Only perfections can be loved, he says. To love is to affirm, and as such it aims at the positive, not the negative. How can one ever love the lack of something? On the face of it, this seems to be common sense. And yet the human experience... Which the example of pseudo ash confirms for us is undeniable somehow the notion of a purely perfect human being is intolerable to us somehow the imperfections of persons go into the makeup of what makes them real and lovable for us we might of course simply chalk this phenomenon up to our sinfulness as fallen human beings we are so far removed from the ideal for which we were created that its direct exhibition appears abrasive and unreal to us. And that's certainly part of the picture here. But I would suggest that also at play is the issue of our very notion of perfection, which the experience of human love throws into question for us. What is perfection, ultimately? To the technological mind, the answer is quite simple. The technocratic perspective seeks, above all, to bend reality to the human will and thus it regards reality as little more than a neutral posit of raw material for this exertion. Perfection, therefore, is defined in terms of the malleability and adaptability of reality to the demands of human desire, a flawlessness in fulfilling the desired function. We see this on display in the pseudo-Ash character. He is the perfect product, completely tailored to Martha's desire as consumer. And yet, it is just here that he fails. Just here that he proves not to be a convincing person. Because a person is precisely not something which is bendable to someone's will. A person is not a mere posit, an empty point of matter to be manipulated by means of power. A person is an other, irreducibly so. And it is just this that makes them suitable objects of love, willed not for some other purpose or end, but simply for their own sakes. Perhaps it is this otherness that imperfections remind us of. The experience of human love, therefore, calls us to reconsider our notions of perfection. To return briefly to the medieval scholastics, Aquinas teaches us that It is, in fact, the person which is highest in reality. And this suggests to us a very different notion of perfection and of reality than that of the technocratic mindset. Certainly, reality is not conceived here anymore as an empty positive raw material for power. Rather, the paradigm of the person reveals that excellence has more to do with the possibility for knowledge and love. Perfection then, in this paradigm, has not so much to do with functional flawlessness as it has to do with the capacity for communion. Now, of course, there are imperfections which directly interfere with communion, moral imperfections which can only be loved perversely. But there are also a host of other imperfections in human experience which do not necessarily directly inhibit communion or love, and which indeed can become, come to be appreciated as opportunities for love, a very different sort of raw material. These imperfections can become occasions for letting the other be, and they can become windows through which the wonder of their unique personhood can begin to shine. And these can indeed become objects of our love, an essential part of our love for another person. It is not that in saying we love these things, we love the very lack that they represent. Rather, we love them as signs of something else that is far more real for us. They are openings for love of the other. Perhaps there is something theological behind all of this. Certainly, as part of the wonder of Jesus' transposition of our reality and of our love by his resurrection, that it incorporates our woundedness into itself. Unlike the resurrection without wounds, with which modern technology is so fascinated, and which finally leaves us empty and devoid of love by killing the possibility for a relationship, Jesus' resurrection does not simply erase our wounds. Rather, it transfigures them into emblems of the divine love, such that we can even become grateful for them, such that we can even cry out with a poet on Easter, oh Happy Fault. Perhaps this ultimately is why we can love people even in and through their imperfections. It is an intuition deeply embedded within human experience that in the end, even our flaws are raw material to be transfigured by divine love. This has been Father Bryce Evans with the Deep Down Things podcast. I look forward to being with you again for future reflections, which you can find on our website, patreon.com slash deep down things. God bless you.